first thing I ever remembered. The place with the reeds and the water is like that. I've never told anybody about it, not even Sallow. There's nothing to tell. Just the silvery blue water and reeds in the wind and sunlight and a blue hill way off. Lately, I have a new remembering. The man in the high room in shadows who turns around and says my name. I haven't told anybody that. I don't need to. But there's the other kind of remembering, or seeing, or whatever it is, like when I remembered seeing the father come home from Pagadi, and his horse was lame. Only he hadn't come home yet, and didn't until next summer, and then he came just as I remembered, on the lame horse. And once... I remembered all the streets of the city turning white, and the roofs turning white, and the air full of tiny white birds all whirling and flying downward. I wanted to tell everybody about that. It was so amazing. And I did. Most of them didn't listen. I was only four or five then. But it snowed later that winter. Everybody ran outside to see the snowfall, a thing that happens in Etra maybe once in a hundred years so that we children didn't even know what it was called. Gammy asked me, Is this what you saw? Was it like this? And I told her, and all of them, it was just what I'd seen. And she and Tib and Sallow believed me. That must have been when Gammy told Sallow what Sallow had just told me. Not to talk about things I remembered that way. Gammy was old and sick then, and she died in the spring after the snowfall. Since then, I'd only had the secret rememberings, until this morning. I was by myself early in the morning, sweeping the hall outside the nursery rooms, when I began remembering. At first, I just remembered looking down a city street and seeing fire leap up from a house roof, and hearing shouts. The shouts got louder, and I recognized Longstreet, running north from the square behind the Forefather's Shrine. At the far end of the street, smoke was billowing out in big greasy clouds with red flames inside them. People were running past me, all over the square, women and men, most of them running towards the Senate Square, shouting and calling out, but city guards ran by in the other direction with their swords drawn. Then I could see soldiers at the far end of Longstreet, under a green banner. They had long lances, and the ones on horseback had swords. The guards met with them, and there was deep shouting, and ringing and clashing like a smithy, and the whole crowd of men, a great writhing knot of armor and helmets and bare arms and swords, came closer and closer. A horse broke from it, galloping up the street straight at me, riderless, lathered with white sweat streaked red, blood running from where its eye should be. The horse was screaming. I dodged back from it. And then I was in the hall, with a broom in my hand, remembering it. I was still terrified. It was so clear I couldn't forget it at all. I kept seeing it again and seeing more. I had to tell somebody. So, when Sallow and I went to get the schoolroom ready, and were there alone, 
I told her. And now I told her all over again, and telling it made me remember it again, and I could see and tell it better. Sallow listened intently, and shivered when I described the horse. What kind of helmets do they have? I looked at the memory of the men fighting in the street. Black, mostly. One of them had a black crest, like a horse's tail. Do you think they were from Osk? They didn't have those long wood shields like the Oscan captives in the parade. It was like all their armor was metal, bronze or iron, and it made this huge clanging sound when they were fighting with the guards with swords. I think they came from Morva. Who came from Morva, Gav? said a pleasant voice behind us, and we both jumped like puppets on strings.